0: Life can throw a lot at you, but imagine if your life were different, better, not because of what's coming at you, but because of what's coming from you. Let's get there together. Join us and imagine yourself. Hello. Good day, all. I'm Lene. And I'm Sandy. And Lene,
1: what are we imagining today? Um, okay. Actually, I hate to say this, but I can't even concentrate on what we're supposed to be imagining because... The way you're sitting in your seat, it's it's just so slouchy. You you need to be more like me and fix your posture, because Sandy, I don't mean to be like judging you, but really, it it, it just I don't know. Even your voice today sounds kind of like, even when you say really, it just sounds like your <laughs> levels are a little off, and I, it just reminds me when I was at my nephew's kids' choir. They're just awful. They sound like drowning cats. I just can't stand it. And what I, kind? of? It, I, I, my, I got split ends minute, too. Wait, wait, no, I, I wait, just wait, I'm wait, just wait. all over the place. I don't know. What are we supposed to be imagining? I forgot. All right, first
0: of all, take a breath, because I'm not really sure what's going on, but we're imagining being less judgmental. And so was that what you were doing playing with me? Or were you seriously talking about how I am too slouchy?
1: Um, I <laughs> I I think that we all should have good posture, but maybe I shouldn't concentrate on things like that. Maybe I shouldn't talk about my little nephew's choir. Maybe I need to reevaluate the way I look at the world.
0: Well, you're picking on kids too. I mean, it's one thing to pick on a, a grown woman and how I'm sitting in my seat, which oh. by the way, I like to be comfortable, so oh,
1: okay. um, but picking on
0: little kids who are doing their best singing in the choir, <laughs> really? I mean, I mean that's it, not like you, a,
1: Okay, maybe I need to focus. Maybe there is a bigger purpose to this entire day-to-day, to what we've got ahead of us. Let me think this through. Okay, so when you judge others, it's like you're looking in their lives and you have the audacity to say, I know you, I know your entire life story, I'm better than you, I know your efforts and your intentions, and I'm just going to give you a big old thumbs down. Is that kind of what it's like sometimes?
0: I think that, unfortunately, that is our human nature because we look at ourselves through rose-colored glasses like we know what our intentions are. Like, I'm just trying to be comfortable, A, and you're sitting here looking at me like, boy, you're a sloppy mess. You know, did you even want to put on makeup today?
1: <laughs> no. So that's the part where we really need to try to be less judgmental. I think there's another angle to this that maybe judging, or is it judging or criticism? Those are two different things. What's the difference between judging someone or just giving helpful criticism?
0: Well, if you were to say to me, Sandy, talk closer to your mic, I'm having a hard time hearing you. Mm -hmm. I would say that is a criticism and a constructive criticism. If you were saying, what are you even doing doing a podcast? You don't (laughs) even know where to sit and talking to a mic, and then you're judging my ability. I think maybe is that like a good illustration good of indicator. the difference between criticism, which can be constructive,
1: or judgment, which you're going to somebody's heart, right? That's the part. And that's the part where I said before, where you are almost trying to act as if you're looking into their soul, and you are making a judgment call on whether or not they are worthy or unworthy, thumbs up or thumbs down as a person. And that's not right.
0: No, but unfortunately, it's something that everybody that I know deals with every day, including myself, and it's a daily struggle. And one of the things I think is that we are not
1: aware necessarily when we're doing it. What do you feel about the part where we all have the right to live our own lives and right to pursue happiness versus judging, being judged by others?
0: like when you see somebody speeding, driving in and out, like you're driving down the highway and they're weaving and weaving. Well, maybe they're taking their wife to the hospital because they're having a baby or you know what I'm saying? There's could be extenuating circumstances when you're judging when you're saying, yeah, what they're doing is dangerous, but you
1: don't know what the situation is either. So maybe you're saying that you can judge the behavior, but yeah, not yeah, necessarily yeah, 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 yeah. the person. And maybe we can wind our way around to that type of thinking.
0: And sometimes you shouldn't even judge the behavior because, I mean, that was an honest example of a clear cut. This is dangerous and this isn't dangerous. But I think sometimes when we judge, we judge people's behavior that, you know, we have no even right to do that. Well, why do we judge? The Bible says the whole thing about the speck in your eye. What is it? You look at the speck in your neighbor's eye, but you don't see the log in your
1: own eye. It, yeah, that's from Matthew 7. It says, how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there is a plank in your own eye?
0: Yeah. And a lot of times I think, too, we judge people for what we feel bad about or something like that. Somewhere where
1: we're falling short and we're, we're kind we're of... falling short, yeah. And we're putting it out on others, maybe.
0: Like if somebody has an anger problem, and we have kind of a temper, too, we might say, Joe Blow is, I can't believe... That he walks around ranting like that when...
1: When we're really no... We haven't. We're not innocent ourselves.
0: Gosh, judgment is a complicated issue. I don't know all the answers to it, but it's fun to talk about. I mean, there's some cool quotes that I ran across. Mother Teresa said, if you judge people, you have no time to love them, which I really loved. And Dr. Wayne Dyer said, judgments prevent us from seeing the good that lies beyond appearances. So appearances, whether they be how somebody looks, how they're yes. sitting in their chair.
1: Yes. Um, yes.
0: Or whether how they're behaving, how they're driving.
1: You miss out. You yeah. could you could be the one who misses out. I'd like to give a quick example of, because I struggle with being judgmental and I don't have it down pat. And you say, well, then why is she doing a topic on on <laughs> something that she has not yet mastered? But it's because I truly believe that by talking things out, we start to realize how we can possibly make changes. Mm -hmm. When I was a freshman in college, I was an extremely judgmental person. And it just seemed off because college is supposed to be when you're going off, you're finally free, you're away from home, you're able to have fun. And I just thought I was so much more mature and so much better than all the other freshman students. And it suffocated the fun out of college. Mm. And I am so grateful that and it took a while, too, because my entire freshman year, but by my junior year, God gifted me with a friend who yanked me out of that mode and taught me to balance schoolwork with fun and relaxation and to look out at the other young people having fun and enjoy it instead of just judging constantly. She gave me a sense of help, learn, help me teach uh, me about balance and also about judging i had these you know you always have girlfriends who are dealing with boyfriend drama Mm -hmm. and when they had a guy that i felt was just not worth their time can you believe i would tell them if you stay with this guy anymore i'm not going to speak to you that is
0: really bad (laughs) in college i'm only
1: like 19 years old 18 years old i'm not going to talk to you until you get rid of this dude
0: (laughs) (laughs) But for That's someone judgment. especially that age, that doesn't surprise me. And that is total judgment. Yeah.
1: It's, it it's was terrible. Example. And I had to learn the hard way. It had to come to one day I got a doozy of a boyfriend and he <laughs> really put a number on me. And I started to realize that he was cheating. Ooh. And I wasn't ready to let go <laughs> um, until I was ready. And then I realized all these girlfriends of mine from the past, they weren't going to be ready until they were ready. And then they could make a nice clean break as opposed to breaking their relationship because of me threatening (laughs) them with, I'm not going to talk to you, I'm not going to be your friend. And that's when I realized that you have to be very careful with judging others, especially in relationships. But overall, it can be a terrible way to live your life the thing is too unless something like
0: that happens to us like exactly the same thing happened to you right so you realize this guy's cheating but you're thinking you're so in love with him that i can change him yeah and (laughs) and hey i have been there too and i'm not judging (laughs) right but there would have been a time that i would have totally it's so funny that things have to happen to us until we're able
1: to put ourselves in other shoes be empathetic and not judge Unless there is a way, maybe there's a trick to this that you can learn indirectly that you don't necessarily have to learn it yourself. If you really take this discussion, take this podcast, take this uh, Mm -hmm. lesson on being less judgmental and really try to hone in on situations and people and coworkers, family members in your lives and really try to say, I don't have to be in their position and their predicament to understand I'm going to try to learn to become less judgmental, even without being in their shoes. How to not be Judgy McJudger. Judgy McJudger.
0: Because we all do that. And if you can say to yourself, when you find yourself making those judgments, think, am I being a Judgy McJudger right now? Because my husband used to say that to me. He's like, oh, (laughs) Judgy McJudger. So that's where I got
1: that. But that's true, right? So you must... Struggle like I do then, or at least. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> you've got your own name for it. <laughs> I do. And, you know, here's the thing.
0: And this is like a time in my life, too. For me, it wasn't college. For me, it was young adulthood. And I remember the day that I was in a park. I don't know if I was with my son or what I was doing, but. I was judging like other moms, other kids, other this. I mean, it was like making me sick. I was judging Mm -hmm. so much because of course we all do that. So I prayed. I was like, Lord, please, you know, take this judgment. This is not cool. And so from then on, I would, and I'm not kidding. I would feel like immediate circumstances after judging someone. If I honestly let my heart judge and didn't, repent, you know, or like, yes. I'm sorry, I judged. I can remember some neighbors, um, or I don't know if they were neighbors, coworkers. I can't remember what it was. But there were other people. And I think they were, like, maybe they were younger, and they're more of a party kind of people. And mm-hmm. um, like, I was like, Yeah, I'm so hungover. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, well, you know, you shouldn't be out drinking all this, blah, blah, <laughs> blah. And so I'm not even kidding you. It was maybe not two days later. And for whatever reason, I had a few glasses of wine and maybe more than usual. And didn't I feel horrible
1: well, the see, next day? This is almost like a movie plot where <laughs> anytime you judge another person on their behavior, you somehow find yourself 48 hours later in the same predicament.
0: It comes back to me. And that hasn't wasn't the only example, but... I am literally, Lene, afraid to judge because I know it's coming back. And so sometimes I go overboard and not judging. But can you go overboard and not judging? I don't know. I mean,
1: I suppose you can, but that's what it took. I like that. That's another one of those where we're talking this out, and I don't necessarily want the same thing to happen to me, (laughs) but it will help me to keep myself in check just in case I could possibly find myself... In the same or similar situation and it's very humanizing
0: <laughs> yeah I mean there are obviously situations where people do wrong things I mean we talked about the traffic thing and there are obviously horrible things people do like murder and yeah I mean you're not gonna say oh well I'm not gonna judge anything it's not that it's judging people's heart I remember somebody saying yeah you would probably never be in that situation but you don't know what you would do if maybe you were in somebody's circumstances. And again, I'm not talking about murderers and, and right, things right. like that. Or, but sometimes people do things that seem so stupid. We, and see, I'm judging already. <laughs> stupid to us, but we are not in their life circumstance. We don't know what they're going through. We don't know what they've come out of. They say hurting people hurt people. There is all kinds of things. So um, while we can't totally lose all judgment of things and people judging people's heart especially on a day-to-day basis
1: is something i wish we could kind of all lose that's true because in some cases i believe we have to watch out for the times when we are judging others to make ourselves look or feel better Mm. and more worthy and that i believe is not a positive way to go There's that proverb, those who live in glass houses shouldn't throw (laughs) stones. (laughs) And we must remember that we all live in glass houses. We are all imperfect. And I understand when we're trying to help others, perhaps when they've asked for our help or our advice, and giving perhaps constructive criticism and helping them in that way, but unsolicited judgment and advice and opinions – to grown people may not be a positive step.
0: Especially when we don't understand necessarily where they're coming from. You are shaped by your environment. You're shaped by your education. You're shaped by all these other things that give you a certain perspective on what the proper behavior might be when other people might be coming from a completely different situation. We're not always going to be able to go through and have empathy for everything and everybody. It's just impossible. So how do we do that? How do we take a step back when we see something that we want to judge, whether it's a little thing or a big thing, and sort of not do that?
1: I have found when I get really focused on judging someone else, like where it's something where I just keep constantly thinking about that particular person and their big flaw that needs to be fixed and changed, I have learned to switch gears and focus on myself because you and I mentioned earlier how many times it's something that actually happens to be a flaw within ourselves and we're doing that outward pointing versus the inward focus and I had a real example with my own husband oh um it's where we've been married for 20 years and we've had wonderful years and then we've had these things we call a bad patch Okay. So sometimes when we have a bad patch, there's frustration and bickering and just nitpicking. And in those periods, some lasted longer than others, I would only see his flaws. And we were one time stuck in this big ineffective judgment deadlock.
0: Wow, that sounds like <laughs> dun, 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 dun. It, it was it
1: was bad because it's like how are we ever going to stop? And I prayed and I got wisdom back. And the words were, stop finding fault with him and he will stop finding fault with you. Wow. And I live by that in my marriage now. That is all I need to remember, that I decided to be grateful for my husband just as God created him. I was able to focus on bettering myself rather than trying to fix him. I stopped finding fault with him, and he stopped finding fault with me, and the arguments stopped.
0: So you tried to look at things from more of a positive angle or believing the best as opposed to just nitpicking and judging his intentions as bad when he would do something or just
1: judging his character traits? Or, I mean, when you say that... I had to stop trying to make him do things the way I would do them. Okay. Stop trying to believe that he needed to think the same way I needed to think. Stop focusing on areas that he needed improvement and focus on areas where I needed Mm -hmm. improvement because I was doing my own set of things that would heighten the situation in a negative way also, right, and probably feeding off each other, right? Yes, in a bad way. Yeah. And once I stopped almost cold turkey. Can we stop cold turkey? I don't know,
0: man. That sounds pretty hard.
1: <laughs> to just stop when you have been told to stop finding fault with him, it really is effective because I don't even talk like that, finding fault. Right. I, I mean, but that's what I had to do.
0: It's not that you're saying that your husband is perfect. Or that things couldn't change, but by stop nitpicking and like looking for faults.
1: Yes, looking for faults. And again, looking for things that he does differently than I would do and saying that's wrong. You should do it my way.
0: Husband and I have very different personalities as well. As we were talking about, my husband is an engineer and he's very precise and he likes things a certain way. And I'm a lot more loosey goosey and the creative personality and blotty blotty we have had similar issues as well and that's one of the things that we found is that if we try to believe the best don't go to each other's hard intentions
1: so there's compromise and there's that true belief that we all have something to contribute that god made all of us no one is better than anyone else we are all wired differently. Mm-hmm. We have our own viewpoints and perspectives. And that makes this world diverse and vibrant right. and awesome as opposed to everybody thinking the exact same way and doing things the exact same way. That's a robot world.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is, that's not the way things work. And nor would we want them to work. And how could you get things done as a family, as a company, as yes. a society? If everybody had the same gifts and talents and the same personality. Yeah. So it's just hard because it seems like in marriages, and this true in other relationships as well, but it because I talk to other friends the same way. My husband, my wife, totally
1: opposite, <laughs> right? Yeah. And that's that part opposites attract. Sometimes that's the case. You do need to have some things in common, I believe. But yeah. um you want to look for the best in the others and look at those things as an advantage versus always seeing it as a disadvantage because they're not doing it my, my way. My way, right. Yeah. Oh, that's so
0: true. Especially when you come to close personal relationships and judgments, that is a great takeaway. Now, what would you say about the casual person, the inconsiderate driver, the maybe co-worker that you don't interact with often, but sometimes do, I mean, and you tend to judge? Maybe maybe you practice
1: on them. (laughs) You know, you have your person, either your spouse or your children or your siblings or your parents that you really care about the most, of course, and that you really want to make sure that that relationship is best. But maybe these other people are sprinkled in your lives to give you practice (laughs) on how to, even if you can't go cold turkey, how to eventually learn to Lower your heart rate in these situations. Mm -hmm. Calm yourself down and say, I wish them the best. They're speeding all over the place. This is dangerous and not safe. I just pray that they slow it down and get a hold of themselves and and that things go better. But I can't control them. They're already on their way. And And let it go.
0: Let it go. Because, I mean, look at, even you think about road rage.
1: Right. Oh, my goodness. So that, Yeah that's the worst because then you have let yourself get so heated and so involved and you didn't let it go. And then you become guilty of doing things, which is why I say focus on yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's an area where you need to practice self-control, patience, getting yourself back down to balance to the zero point, as opposed to being up at a hundred. And, Please be sure I am not advocating that we begin judging ourselves, because that's another element to this, too. Being Mm. judgmental, some people constantly run a tape in their head that is judging themselves, and we don't want that either.
0: We want to be aware of our behavior, but we don't constantly want to be criticizing ourselves and second-guessing every little thing.
1: Exactly. And there are ways that we can improve, but we are worthy and we are valuable and we have good within us. And that doesn't mean that we can't focus on certain areas to improve upon, but in a positive way, starting mm-hmm. from a positive point versus from a negative point. Yeah. And that's the whole imagine yourself, imagine yourself being less judgmental, imagine yourself being able to bring your level of frustration down to a manageable level. In a snap.
0: Yeah, that would be nice. And sometimes that works for me and sometimes it doesn't. But imagine yourself being able to do that all the time. So, like you said, you were able to go cold turkey with things. And sometimes that works with people, like changing habits, they're able to do it. But more often than not, people have to kind of wean themselves into a different way of
1: thinking. Yeah. Because so, all this part about cold turkey, just to be totally transparent <laughs> <Okay>. and honest, <laughs> I was able to go cold turkey with my husband. I still have problems when my kids do things that I want them to do. And they're getting older. They're teenagers. And they want to do it a different way. And I'm judging them and their behaviors. And my siblings. I have five sisters and a brother. When they do things the way they want to do it, I really have to catch myself about being judgmental. That's not the way I would have done it. That's going to lead to such and such. Right. And many times they
0: turn out fine. Now, it's a little different, obviously, when you're a mom and your kids and teenagers...
1: You do have to correct them, right? That is your role and your responsibility.
0: But as they get older, sometimes it's just they have different personalities and different ways. Like I used to get on um, my son for ways he was studying. And now he's doing beautifully in college. And all that angst was for nothing. So sometimes when it's like that, it's just a different method. But other times teenagers need to be... Or just kids in general. Need need to be
1: reeled back in, yes. But with your sisters and brothers, they are grown. They are grown. Yeah. And even though I'm their big sister, I'm the oldest, it's still not my place to direct their life and prod them as if they're a horse or so, you know. (laughs) I, I don't take the reins. I it's not my place. And again, I can pray for them if they want advice, I can offer advice, but I really need to practice. Pulling back my own viewpoints and trying to enforce them all the time.
0: We're running out of time a little bit here, and this is okay. such a cool subject. It's, so a, it's a
1: big one. Um, I mean, we
0: might have to do a part two on this. <laughs> so, our takeaways. I know we talked a little bit about the method that you said that just stop. What, what did you say with your husband? Just
1: oh, the cold turkey, stopping yeah. cold turkey, and stop. Finding fault, stop finding with fault. Him, that was what I was looking for. And he will stop finding fault with you.
0: And so, what are some of the other takeaways you would have
1: in general for us? The other takeaways are, you are not Judge Judy, so <laughs> in, Judge we're Lane not or, Judge Judy. Yeah. Not ju- so instead of anger management, everyone has probably heard of anger management. Maybe we should get some judgy management.
0: <laughs> judgy McJudger management, exactly.
1: And <laughs> and even think about it. Tell yourself, I don't want to be a judgy McJudger on this. Just say that to yourself and really try to practice it. Try harder to identify with others rather than judging them. I'm not saying that you need to participate in the same activities that they're participating if you really do believe that they're morally wrong or that you, you know, ethically uh, disagree with them. But try to mentally push the activities aside that they're doing and the behaviors and concentrate on the person. Mm -hmm. And you just might begin to see their motives and understand their why and love them. Because the quotes that you gave from Mother Teresa and Wayne Dyer, you want to be able to love the people, especially if they're the close family members. Mm -hmm. And even with the coworkers and neighbors, you want to see them instead of just judging them. You might choose to pray for their situations, You need to resist trying to fix them. You can redirect the ways in which you interact with them. Sometimes you just need to take a break from them. (laughs) How about that? Without all the judgment, just take a little mental break from them. Focus on yourself Mm -hmm. and how you can better yourself in certain areas, especially those same faults that you're focused on them. Just take a peek and see if perhaps it's something within you that you're trying to correct. And just balance. Don't throw stones. Don't be a judgy McJudger. Boom. (laughs) There you go. Boom. (laughs) Easier said than
0: done, but it is a daily thing. Yes. And it's a daily inner conversation. Don't be a judgy McJudger that you need to have with yourself. And this is one of those subjects that there's not
1: always an easy answer to. It's a process. And again, practice with those people that you see on the roads that cut in front of you. Use them as your practice, uh, to, you know, to get better at de-escalating things.
0: Maybe somebody's having a bad day or somebody's rude to you, even in the grocery store or something, yeah. you know, instead of saying, gosh, what a jerk and go on Twitter and say, you never know what I just Take a breath and say, you know, maybe they're having a bad day. And that's another thing. And again, we're wrapping up here. But um, I think social media pushes the judgment and anger oh, to the nth yes. degree. So Think about that, too. When you're posting something on social media, if it's really judgy, you might want to take a breath.
1: That's right. Exercise some self-control and maybe don't push sin.
0: Well, this is cool, Lene. Thank you very much um, for your perspective. And I'm going to try cold turkey.
1: (laughs) Try cold turkey. So at the very end of this, imagine yourself leaving behind your gavel and your judge's robe and living a life without all the judgment.
0: Thanks for listening. Now, we'd like to hear from you. Got an idea for the show? Want to share your story or just say hello? Make sure you connect with us. You can do that at ImagineYourselfPodcast.com. And we'll talk to you again next time when we have something new to imagine.